0: Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. The Shepherd's Crook exists to provide care, counsel, and resources for pastors. You can get more information at theshepherdscrook.co. My name is Jared Sparks, and I'm a pastor coming alongside other pastors, reminding them of the chief pastor. Episode 22 of the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. Today I want to talk to you about the importance of a decade, lessons that I've learned over the last 10 years, what I'm doing is introducing a 10-part series in which I'll be talking about year-by-year lessons that God has just taught me and forged through fire in a lot of ways. And just really invite you in on the last 10 years of my life and my family's life. And hopefully some of these things will be applicable to you and helpful as you navigate what God is doing in your life and ministry. And really I want to call you to reflect on what God has done in your life, and is doing in your life, maybe even right now. But let's pray and ask for the Lord's help, and then I'll tell you a little story about how I got called into ministry, and then what the process has been for me over the last decade. So let's pray and ask for the Lord's help. Holy Spirit, I just thank you for your grace that's upon us right now as we're thinking about ministry and character development, and your hand on us and many of us have stories of of what you've done over over the course of our lives that may look to the outside world like steps backwards even but we're in fact you taking care of us and fathering us and training us and and it was for our good and it was for your for your purposes and we just thank you for treating us as sons and training us in life and we're just so thankful for your grace and mercy upon us i just ask for wisdom and clarity as i talk about uh talk about these last last years of, of my life, and I trust God that you're going to lead and help make this applicable and encouraging to the listeners. In Jesus' name, amen. My first 10 years or so of ministry have been filled with ups, downs, what looked like backward mobility, and in fact, they were not backward mobility, they were really kingdom advances. They were steps into greater growth and intimacy with the Lord, character development. It was God treating me as a son, just forging my character through fire. But I want to take you all the way back to 2007 when very distinctly something that's happened just a very few times in my life happened in July of 2007 when I had a great sense that God wanted me to come back to Illinois I was going to school at Pentecostal College and finishing up down there, and I was on this trip out west. Me and a buddy of mine drove 6,000 miles in two weeks out west and was traveling, went to Dallas, Phoenix, Vegas, and L.A. and really was just praying about what God would have me to do and where he would have me go. I had been working in the summer times with an organization called Student Life Camp as a rec leader, recreation leader, and that was really where God called me into ministry over 2000, from 2003 to 2005. Just kind of God just dropped a passion in me to teach the Bible, and anywhere I had the opportunity to teach the Bible from really 2004 till 2007, I did it from Sunday school to old folks' homes to just wherever I would just teach the Bible any any opportunity that I've you know that I received. But in July of 2007, about the 27th of July, when I was in L.A., on the way back to East Tennessee, just really strongly sensed God wanting me a pull back to Southern Illinois, and specifically to come back to plant a church. At the time, I didn't know really what it was. I had been learning from uh, Mark Driscoll at the time, and learning from Matt Chandler, and then a guy down in Houston, Texas named Neil Neil McClendon, just listening to sermons and taking in everything that I could, and I wanted to plant a church. That's what I felt like God wanted me to do, and so we gathered a core team, and I talked to people at home, and and we moved back. I moved back in in December of 2007. My buddy Chuck came with me, and in January of 2008, we started a church, and we had no clue what we were doing. We were young. The oldest of us, I think, was 27 or 8, and we were, you know, quote, unquote, elders, I had read Alexander Strauss' Biblical Eldership, and we had some some ecclesiological pieces in place, but were really underdeveloped in so many ways. We had no financial backing. We had no network to plant with, no denomination to plant with, but God made something awesome out of an absolute train wreck. I mean, God did a tremendous work over two and a half years, and I'll tell you some of those lessons starting next week that we learned from those first couple years. And that started a process for me of ministry stops, uh, ministry posts that would go two and a half years. That that church plant went two and a half years. And at the end of the that time, we uh, as a church ended up merging with another church. And it became painfully obvious that we just needed help. I had two other pastors that had stepped into my life and played a mentoring role. And one of them had invited us to come and be a part of their church and really to learn. And I Ended up becoming an intern there and then became a campus pastor there. So when we transitioned out of the first church, I'd met my wife at that church plant, and then we uh, about a year in, and then we ended up getting married right at the end of that. And then we started this new role. I moved and we when we merged, I ended up becoming an intern there and, and became a campus pastor. And for two and a half years, I was at this new church and it was a very large church in our area. It was somewhat of a mega church. We were a multi-site and the multi-site model that this church employed would, included live preaching at each site. So I was preaching live. It was a really good ministry position from every external definition of what a good ministry position is. And my wife and I call that our rich years. God really provided for us and just gave, he's always given me a lot of opportunities to teach and to preach and to lead. And and so this was uh, just a growing process and a lot of ways that pastor gave uh, just a ton of opportunities to me that I would have not gotten otherwise and so I'm really grateful for that church and ended up meeting there a mentor that's been a lifelong mentor of mine he's he's an older gentleman and he's just fantastic he remains a dear friend of mine counselor and mentor and we were there for two and a half years and that was as a campus pastor it was it was large it was leading in an attractional ministry, church setting, and God did so many things in my wife and I's heart and life during those two year, two and a half years. But then there was another transition, and there were reasons for that transition that I will tell. And it became, again, painfully obvious, it was time to move on. And I went to work at a plumbing warehouse as I was looking for a new ministry position, I would, had wanted to stay at that church until I found a new place, but it, it didn't work out that way, and so we were just really praying, and I went through this season. It was only a three-month gap between ministry stops, but I went through this season where I felt like it was just a wilderness season for me. I felt like I had, I was working in a plumbing warehouse, and I just felt like God maybe had, were, was calling me out of ministry. It was just a weird season. That three and a half months felt like a decade. I mean, it was it was kind of a weird time. But what ended up happening is a pastor called me and he said, Jared, I know you're the guy. You're the guy that is supposed to replace me as pastor of this church. And so I want you to come on and be my associate and we'll call it a pastor's assistant. And you'll come and learn from me and then you'll start preaching and then by January 2015, you'll be the pastor. So I stepped into a new ministry role and this is after two, two and a half year stints of ministry, stepped into a new position and in so many ways, this was wonderful. The first two years there were tremendous. This is a traditional church. When I say traditional, it's kind of a traditional non-denominational church. So it wasn't like hymnals and stuff like that. It was, a, it was kind of a non-denominational, uh, pseudo-charismatic church. And we developed a lot of relationships there. We really loved... I'm kind of built for revitalization works, even though we got our teeth and ended up getting our teeth kicked in there. In a lot of ways, we thrived. It was... A lot of fun, and learned a lot, and got to work with a pastor who had been doing a lot of just just uh, uh, priestly care ministry for decade on deck. I mean, just decade upon decade. And this was really a developmental season for my wife and I. We ended up having our first child when we were there. Ransom. And this time was kind of like a petri dish of growth and ministry, of understanding what pastoral ministry is, understanding who I am as a man. And there were just so many lessons that were, that were learned there. And that, again, will be, I want to take note of the journey. I want to take note of the process. And there's so much that God taught me during those years that I want to tell you about. And we were there for two and a half years. First two years were great. The last six months were very hard. And it was unexpected. And we really felt like in so many ways we were just dragged through the mud. What ended up, what we realized, that God was fathering me and teaching me and training me and growing me. And it just felt like I was getting used and abused, to be honest. It, it was a real confusing time, a, a time that my wife and I ended up walking out with our heads held high. We, God spared us from a lot of actions that we needed to later, that we didn't need to go back later and repent of. And God miraculously kept our integrity in place during that time, but man, was it hard! And it was again forged by fire, and there was a lot of it. But God was tremendously gracious. And then, what happened next? I, I never would have expected. I didn't want to ever church plant again. I was tired of it. I had planted a church and then been a part of a campus plant, a church like a multi-site campus plant. And church planting was the farthest thing from my mind. I had put it on the shelf and didn't want to look at it, talk about it, touch it, think about it. And then September the 15th, 2015 happened. God just turned a switch and everything came together. And about 1 p.m. that Thursday, September the 15th, I, it just came together. God put together a team for us and quickly we went through assessment processes, my wife and I. And we got funding, and we launched our church, this, this new work, January of 2016. And now we're about three years in, coming about three years in. And I'm a little over, you know, about ten and a half years into pastoral ministry. And God has just, there are so many things that have looked like steps backwards. And that's how our ministry track has somewhat been, where we've kind of taken steps backwards, where we had a really prominent position or what what many would call a prominent position when I was very young 26 years old campus pastor to church and 26 27 28 somewhere in that range and God had given me a lot of opportunities and then step into an older traditional smaller church and a lesser you know quote unquote lesser position and then to move on from there into church planting again it felt like steps backwards it was like if I had a you know ministry resume it just looks like it's all over the place But that's what so much of the 20s really is. It's character development. And what you're doing is you're becoming the kind of person. God is building you in the kind of person that people will look at and one day trust with much. And that's how the process has been for for Jordan and I. It's been a process in which God has been training us and fathering us and building us up, teaching and training us, and we're still very much in process. So over the next 10 weeks, I want to unfold for you year-by-year lessons, as I have reflected back, there are two and sometimes three just specific things that kind of rise to the surface of each year that God was doing in that particular year that was shaping to me, and that was molding to me, and that was building me up as a man and as a pastor, as a husband and as a father, and I just want to share those lessons with you, and I hope as I take you along this journey with me that you'll enjoy it and grow from it.